We wondered, oh, we wondered who will stop the brain, and it was us. Join us on our post-cerebral celebration this week on Hapless Heroes. I did it! I am the greatest. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. And Happy New Year. Yeah. 2020. Mm -hmm. As we enter the year of hindsight, I'm going to go ahead and introduce (laughs) our lovely cast of characters. In case you forgot who they were in that one week you didn't have a new episode. Coming out of a foggy haze. We have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I am very hard to forget. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Humana, humana, New Year. <laughs> Dave as Zero Valen's Avatar of War. Greetings once again. Zach as Parada Lincoln Woods. I'm on the Crumbulaxian calendar, so my New Year isn't for another couple months. Oh, excuse me. I, 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 I apologize. <laughs> Didn't mean to assume everyone's following the same calendar. And John, as Lord Jarrell the Light. Why is the brain still talking to us? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Uh, a question that I will answer momentarily as I just catch our audience back up to speed. Last week, you guys fought a very fearsome foe, probably the toughest uh, fight you guys have had in a long time. Yeah. Um, it was this gigantic brain in like this, like, uh, this mechanical spider-like platform encased in some weird see-through like you know trans transparent container with like liquid and shit in it and you guys just uh well you 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 just you killed it you destroyed it it did um but it was talking to you the entire time it was fighting you and it was the voice of none other than mm mudget the uh dark sorcerer that you met in the murder hotel in the murder hotel it was like talking during makes it you know more interesting keeps it exciting (laughs) you need you need a little bit of dungeon talk you know what i'm saying yeah uh, well, I mean, this, that's uh, the best part of Spider-Man's fights, right? Th- this this big bad hit. This big bad was uh, back in your lives after you had previously thrown his body into a furnace in the ba- basement of that hotel. Yeah, but yet he is now back speaking to you through, which you assume through this gigantic brain. However, this gigantic brain now lie dead and leaking on the floor. Um, the Omega Project scientists that were being mind controlled by it, including um, our lead scientist uh, Diggory Dew. Um, we saved Diggory. Have been saved because you managed to not murder any of them. But the voice of Mudget remains in the room, echoing in your very subconscious. I think the important question to ask here is, is the brain also full of nougat? Creamy, creamy nougat. Oh, like the little, <laughs> uh, like the little uh, intellect devourers with wings were? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you guys had killed a bunch of those, and every everyone you killed, there was some sort of like weird... Picky pudding substance in the center of them. (laughs) Hashtag taste it. (laughs) (laughs) It was Uh, fudging awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that's kind of that's that's a good question to ask. Um, (laughs) I mean, you guys are kind of free to move around. I mean, there's a lot of things to sort of take in here. Um, The voice of Mudget hasn't gone away, and it's just tormenting your psyche. Every now and again, he throws in just a a, a slight insult um, into your subconscious as you are just surveying your surroundings, saying things like, I've only been made stronger, and you guys are a bunch of weaklings, and, you know, things like that. Um, Jarrell will use divine sense. Okay. Is anything present? There, okay. So this is, again, types of creatures, and then it's also whether it's the ground is consecrated or desecrated. Yes. So this room is both a combination of consecrated and desecrated. Okay. 
this entire this entire chamber that you're in. Like, and this is like wall to wall crystals and like pipes and things like that. They were sort of like in, in desks and just, just a whole bunch of things that were sort of potentially assembling and maintaining this mechanism of the brain. Um, so wait, just to clarify, consecrated is that necessarily good or is it just? Consecrated like blessed is blessed by a it god. is it is blessed by magic. I'm going to say that the way that I would define that personally, not necessarily positive or negative, but I'd say more positive than desecrated. Right, because desecrated just has an evil connotation to begin with. Yeah, you don't really desecrate things for good. But no fiends are undead. <laughs> no. When you say uh, blessed by magic, that includes arcane, not divine just, magic, just divine. Okay. That's how I'm going to rule it. Because yeah. Well, that's what I would assume. I yeah. just wanted to make sure. Uh, so Jarrell will look around the room. Are there any, like, speakers or anything? <laughs> like, uh, Are there <laughs> any speakers? Right, Seeing as any... how Hedrick owns probably the only set of what could be called speakers in existence, mm-hmm. no. And, and no other place I could sense where the talking is coming from. It's coming from inside your head. All right. Hedrick, <laughs> does Hedrick comprehend what Mudget is saying, like saying to him? I don't know. Does he comprehend? Why didn't you humana, make humana, me? Humana. <laughs> I, I want to know if I can react. I mean, like he make really me an intelligence check, oh, just yeah, a no, straight up awful. intelligence check. It's four, and then you know, <laughs> minus five puts me a negative, negative one. one. Negative one. Great. Um, nope. <laughs> All right. In so, fact, you are terrified. Of these whispers happening inside your feeble brain. <laughs> and you are sort of now immobilized, racked with fear. Hedrick. Wow. Something I'm surprised hasn't really ever come up with me before. Is negative value a uh, actual result? You know? Or does it just default to zero? I mean, I don't think there's any difference. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it, it makes... It just means you sucked at whatever you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you really sucked yeah. at it. It would be entertaining if like anything below a negative one was just as bad as a nat one. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You guys, you guys, like you roll, failed you, you worse guys, than you average guys roll, failure. You guys roll enough of those as right. is right. that uh, I don't need to add more reasons to make bad things happen. So, does but, failure have a thaco? <laughs> get out of here with that shit. I can leave my house now. Uh, Paradil's gonna investigate for any like. Trap doors, secret openings, secret storage containers. Yeah, I mean, I guess like, where are you looking for this? Um, you kind of so this is more like a circular room. You know what I mean? There's not really any defined corners. Everything's kind of just built around this in this chamber, mm-hmm. circular chamber. Um, there's like desks on either side. Remember, there's like those little raised platforms where some of the pipes were running along, like sort of pulling all this energy from the crystals mm-hmm. and, the, the, and like these like little things that they're mounted in, almost like braziers that they're mounted in. Yes, well, the desks, of course. Okay, um, sure. So as you're looking in the desks, uh, make me an investigation check. Damn. Uh-oh. <clears throat> That's a, a nine. Okay, um, things that you do notice with a nine, though. Mm-hmm. On the desks themselves, there are a number of flasks, alembics, uh, and different, like, you know, chemistry-type items. Um some of the vials, there's about, I'd say, between both desks, at least five of them are filled with different liquids. Right. None of them are labeled. Um, a few, some drawers and stuff in the desks are um, just filled with like papers and drawings and all different types of things. And the, uh, um, but uh, you do find maybe a, you actually find a couple scrolls. In one of the desks. Okay. Um, they're both spellcasting scrolls. Ooh. Oh. They um, are of two different spells. One of the scrolls is, uh, I mean, it, it, it looks pretty foul. In fact, the even the even the parchment is like almost like tinted like this like darker red. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's like, like thin, gold like one ply maybe. Gold script used. Um, no, but it's 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 it's, it's <laughs> of the spell summon lesser demons. Summon lesser demons. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a scroll of um, calm emotions. 
call. Yeah, <laughs> perfect yes. for Paradell. He's already used a couple of those. <laughs> so, like, does that one like smell of incense maybe and it like has Enya playing in the background <laughs> when no, you touch no, it? No, no, it just <laughs> smells, you know, like a dead skunk. <laughs> and Nagchampa. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> yes. You find those scrolls and five unlabeled liquids. As you're kind of searching around, though, I mean, the, the, the scientists that are in here just begin sort of, I mean, they, they are looking around confused, dazed, and just absolutely, like, shocked at, like, what is happening and what their surroundings are. It, 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 in a similar fashion to some of the other people you've encountered yeah. who have who were freed from mind control, there was a, quite a bit of disorientation involved after coming back to reality because especially for these scientists, they probably haven't had control of their own faculties in at least two weeks, if, if right. not more. Right. Um, Peridol tries to round up uh, Quinn and Jarrell and Zero. Mm-hmm. And how many scientists are there? Four. Four, in- okay. Including the lead scientist. Um, Diggory-Doo. Yeah, Diggory-Doo. Hey, um, guys, let's, uh, let's split up, sort of separate these guys and try to get, get their stories separately. You think they would lie to us? No, but I feel like there's going to be a lot less dissonance and a lot less, uh, you know, interruption. It'll be maybe most, uh... (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be best for the situation if these guys just tell their stories separately to us. Uh... Jarrell will agree, uh, and he'll take Diggory Doo off the side, and he'll ask, uh, "Can you recall anything that happened, or anything you were doing specifically? Like, what were you doing here in the last two weeks?" And Jarrell's also going to be trying to like calm him by interrogating him. No, I'm okay. not. I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm being like, you know. Well, uh, I was going to start with. Uh, do we have any more of uh, Pregnart soup? <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys still have uh, a good n- amount of it. No, no, we we gave the last you, of it to the three that escaped. No, you gave a, a gallon of it to the the, the other guys. How many escaped. gallons are left? We we cured an entire village of plague with that soup. Yeah, he's really good soup. He kept some on the side. He, he made some extra on the you know way. What? I'll say you have exactly four quarts left. Which All four right. quarts? Yeah. All right. Who, cool. Who's carrying it? I remember Gerald being the one to carry it. Gerald doesn't carry things himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except for his sword and shield. Whatever. One of you has it. I'm, 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 I'm giving you this. I'm giving you this. You oh. have exactly a court. You have one court for each person here. Um, so Jarrell hands. Uh, well, first Jarrell takes a small cup for himself and gives the rest because that soup is delicious. Right. Always, and always pour yourself the first uh, serving, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And then I give the rest of the uh, quart of soup. To diggery do as I'm I'm talking trying again trying to make them feel better. We saw how well the soup worked mm-hmm. earlier. So now these guys recognize you and know who you are. I mean, you've been connected with the project for quite some time, especially mm-hmm. Zero, um, and you are some of the most famous adventurers in the entire fucking world now. So definitely, these guys know exactly who you are, and so there's like an immediate comfort just because like oh my god, like they've just been saved by the heroes of Telduria. Yeah, and being offered some of. Also famous Pregnart's world famous culinary delights, and you know, with the yes, also that, and and this is this is in you know in the face of the fact that Mudget's voice is still echoing in everyone's brains, including theirs. Mm-hmm. There is a momentary comfort as he absolutely demolishes this stew, mm-hmm. as one should. I um, love how Pregnart is f- famous mostly for being uh, an amazing chef and a hype man. That's like a really good combination of things to be world famous for. He's the action Bronson of right. it's, how he, it's how he joined this crew, and it's that's that's just been his function ever since. Right. Uh, that and I'm occasionally okay shooting lasers out of his mouth. Yeah. Holy, you know, just lasers of absolute sunbeams. Like, yeah, just right. beams of energy. Like the pinnacle of hype man, right there. The one that can, <laughs> can shoot <coughs> sun out of. It's his just mouth. a really powerful spotlight. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So. That happens, and then he kind of just like takes a moment to like breathe, and you can kind of see he's still kind of like grabbing his head and just like wincing every time like you know Mudget speaks some horrible thing to him. 
is mm-hmm. definitely still this like you know this sort of something eating away at his 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 conscious mind. Um, he looks like kind of pained as he's talking to you. You get a. I only have so many voices in this repertoire, so I'm just gonna pull out a random one for diggery do. See which one comes out. <laughs> hey, buddy. For a lead scientist, I think I think we're gonna go with. Uh, we'll just do a. Um, ooh, uh, uh, sniff up a lip. Um, so, <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's two noble gentlemen or noble like like full of themselves kind of dude. I'm gonna go more with uh, Lord Jarrell. Okay, it is Lord Jarrell. Let me tell you, it is a, it is. He kind of like winces again. So good to see you in the heroes. Uh, Jarrell's just beaming, smiling. We were made to do unspeakable things. I could, it was like I was watching everything happen, and I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. But you do remember what happened. I could, I could, I'm piecing things together. Yes, it's hard to, it's so hard to put, it's so hard to put thoughts together. Uh, right Jarrell now. will look around for a second. Uh, Stooge, uh, Stooge, are you around? Are you calling Dilbertrum? Mm-hmm. You were I'm calling for you the were, stooge. You were acknowledging his presence? I am. Okay. Because <laughs> Jarrell's not going to write any of this down, but he figured the stooge might. <laughs> um, Dilbertrum is in the doorway. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he and he's been just writing this whole time, and he just like looks up. You know, you can actually see he has a pair of reading glasses on now that are kind of like at the, uh-huh. at the tip of his nose, you know? <laughs> and he just kind of like looks up. At you over them. What was his hair situation? I feel like he would have had like a comb over that's he, like all a, messed up. He and hasn't like had sweaty. A, he hasn't had a haircut in a while. He's a balding Jeff Goldblum. We established that oh, a long right, time. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's not bald yet. So right. like the hair, the little hair he did have is getting pretty long and scraggly. So he just looks a fucking mess. Yeah, and he's got like a weird flop sweat at this point. I imagine he just witnessed a horrendous battle. Yeah, um, and he is vigorously writing. He looks absolutely disheveled and just like, I mean, makes eye contact with you, Jarrell. Mm-hmm. And he just says, pretend like I'm not here. Uh, uh, whatever, just do your job for a second. And <laughs> then I'm going to. Exactly. Gonna- what I've been doing <laughs> since I was told that I had to follow you around. You know what? No. Pretend like I'm not here. So and he goes back down and just continues writing. Jarrell walks over to him, puts his hand on his back, and like walks him over, still smiling from ear to ear, and just walks him back to Diggory Doo. And now he's just standing there waiting for Diggory's answer. <sighs> <laughs> He knows it's futile to fight you when you are trying to. Move I love Jarrell's obstinance. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not to say he's probably not a little impressed that you guys just destroyed something horrible. Who, Jill Bertram? Yeah. Oh, as much as he hates us, I'm sure he's glad that we win. I think he's, I think he's <laughs> mad that your initial statement to him of, listen, we may not always do it the ethical way, but we get results. Mm-hmm. He hates how true that is. <laughs> and to a bureaucrat, technically correct is the best yeah. kind of correct. But so. <laughs> someone who believes in a just world, the fact that we're successful has got to be a complete aberration. To mm-hmm. Right. And probably a slight against his own existence. Yeah, this is a low, this is a low moral fiber diet this party is taking in here. So anyways, um, Diggory starts like kind of explaining how... They started, you know, he started, they started feeling all, all of the scientists, you could tell. They started feeling sort of like they were being followed constantly mm-hmm. while they were working on the mountain here. I'm sorry if I'm not doing the voice. There's a lot of information yeah, to get sure, through, yeah. so I'm just going get, to get, get through it, give you guys lots of lore and information to work with. Uh, he explains that, you know, they, they, he just felt these compulsions, right, to start writing and, and things like that, but also trying to catalog his experience, but he found it was harder and harder for um, for him to actually write down his own observations, and instead he just he, it, it just felt like someone like was just like eventually holding on to his brain and was just playing. Now we had found his notebook, right? Yes, among all the rest of the other peoples here. Okay. 
Um, everyone here takes meticulous notes. It's it's a group of scientists. Mm-hmm. Um, he also explains that they they it was like, it was instructing them to essentially um, bring in not only host bodies for blood. And you can tell as, as he's giving you this information, he's still straining. It's almost like the more he gives away, the more something is like still trying to grip tight to him mm-hmm. as if it's like, okay, like, you know, you're not supposed to be sharing this now, but you know, whatever grip was on there is much weaker now because probably what you guys did destroying the brain. Um, and he says that they were essentially trying to build prototype 11 in a way that would, they were trying to essentially extract this brain and insert it into Prototype 11. Right. And that could easily take down the wall, or among other th- destructive acts. Yes. Among many other um, catastrophically d- destructive acts. Right. Yes. Um, and you hear. Mudget kind of like whisper in the heads, and I wouldn't have got, I would have gotten away with it <laughs> if it weren't for you pesky adventurers and their giant robot war machine <laughs> and your giant robot, your robot war machine too. <laughs> or no. um, anyways, uh, but again, he's still he's still present in the room and in your minds. Like this is like this is kind of unsettling. That like okay, like whatever. Like, whatever he was is dead, that physical form, but why can you still hear him? Why is he still here? Uh, so as uh, Diggory... And in fact, Diggory Dew is even asking, like, why can I still hear him? Th- that's a very good question. Would you mind if we left? <laughs> like, walk outside? This is really annoying. Super annoying. Oh my kind God. of hard to hear what you're saying. You have saying. a way out of here? Uh, yes, uh, I think, well, at least out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> He does not look comforted by that answer because well, I, I can't recall. We had walked through a maze to get yeah, here, and we kind of caved everything in. Yeah, collapsed did. behind us, right? But now. but we did uh, sense that the interns had drilled a hole. Uh huh. Because you saw them. At that the we might top. be able to just go out to that hole. There is hundreds of feet up. Yes. Yeah. Of just a just a vertical climb that you have to get to the ceiling first to do. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. There is the cable. Of the drill, that it was. It went. Severed. It went with oh, it. And it yeah, was yeah. And yeah. Uh, in fact, there is still an occasional rumble <laughs> under your feet as uh, things are happening below you in this mountain. Hedrick <laughs> uh, is sitting on the ground, like just racking his brain, trying to get the whispers to stop. Because I mean, like he's, he's fetal just, position. Just well, yeah. right. He's just scared, and like finally, there doesn't seem to be any violence. So finally. Intellectually, he has no input. Jarrell, you're able to take him out of the room. Quinn, what are you doing? I'm so. I, I, I just want to address one of the other large egos in the room, um, <laughs> and see what's happening. Um, I so Quinn is just kind of like because he was initially kind of taken over uh-huh. earlier. Um, so I think he's kind of like he's kind of like listening to the scientists. He, he's kind of quiet right now. Like, he's just kind of, um, he's not, how do I put it? He's concerned. Like, this voice kind of was able to take him over earlier, and so he's kind of more focused on the fact that Mudget has control over him or had control over had, him. Had, definitely had. And so I think he's just kind of, um, he's still a little, like, shaken up by that. So he's kind of he's letting the scientists give him more information, but he's not getting that from them. Okay, that's fair. You're 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 kind of you're distracted. You're you're you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're your focus is elsewhere. You're just talking to like one of the guys, but you're not mm-hmm. really like. Okay, that's fair. I just wanted to address to see if there's mm-hmm. anything that you were trying to do because I know you like to you know sometimes do these Jump things. In. Yeah. And we gave the other scientists the rest of the soup, right? Yes. Um, before again, before everyone else heads out, the zero was there anything you were trying to do? while in here before you guys because I'm assuming you're going to probably follow Jarrell as everyone exits is everyone trying to plan on following Jarrell out of the room oh yeah okay so uh, Paradell definitely is okay so Zero is there Zero's going to do like- a quick look to make sure there's no um, Omega Project material being left behind a lot of this is Omega Project material um, even like all the fastenings including a lot of the metal and machinations inside of the 
that like, sort of spider-legged stand that the brain was on. Yeah. All of that's made out of uh, Mega Project material. However, Is machinations like a combination between machinations and mechanisms. Yes. Awesomes. <laughs> Awesomes. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, on this like this, you know, that like that platform, that spider platform, it was on. There's everything that makes it up is a mega project property. However, the, that like red sort of like liquid sort of, I don't know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a crystal, but it was definitely like a, some sort of like, almost like sphere in the front of this thing. Oh, the one that you were shooting. Is still sort of like swirling around this sort of cloudy, misty liquid inside. Okay. And that's where the brain was? It's at the base of the platform that the brain rested on. Hmm. Right in the center, right in the front. I would like to investigate that. You can definitely do that. It's going to be a nine plus thir- 13. Okay. This is definitely, this doesn't look like a familiar liquid to you by any means. This is not one that maybe would be normally employed by the project. Definitely not soup. Mm. <laughs> no some, soup we've seen. Some kind of primordial soup for sure, but we have no it's idea. Soup, what Jim, it is. but not as we know it. No. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little. Um, this does not look like standard issue Omega Pro- Project material here. It is definitely an outlier from the rest of this platform hmm. structure, but it is set in there. Tight. Set. Okay. I notice uh, Quinn notices Zero kind of focusing in on that. And he yeah, he's probably touching that. it, poking yeah. it. He uh, he goes over to kind of see what Zero's Zero's doing. Okay. Um, do you want that out? That sounds like a good idea. I attempt to see if I can remove from the. Remove it from the machinations. Is that how you <laughs> the word you used? Well, you know, it's a combination of machinations <laughs> and, and mechanisms. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, we've invented uh, some new new vocabulary tonight. So, you're going to attempt to remove it. Yeah, it's hot to the touch still okay. because of when you guys were heating the shit out of this thing <laughs> <laughs> with your heat metal spells. Sure. Um, so it's definitely a little like, you know, little a sure. uh, little little hot to the, like the physical touch. Okay. Um. I mean, is it is it inset into the metal? Yes. Okay. So you'd have to actually literally pry the metal like away from it or around it to like remove it from there. You're not gonna, you're, you're not going to be able to just yank this thing out. Um, it's set into the metal. Hmm. Is there a way that I could lever my dagger and try to? It's pretty deep in there. Okay. Um, you can <laughs> you can attempt to. The, I would say the metal is probably pretty weak right now while it is right. still hot. Right. So you can make an attempt. Okay. Why don't you? Uh, I've got thieves' tools and tinker tools. If you want uh, any help, you can. I will allow you to give him the help action for this. Make me an attack roll against it with advantage with your dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen is the highest you got there. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, you're you're searching for somewhere to kind of fit your mm-hmm. the, the the tip of your dagger in. Uh. <laughs> And you're just you're kind of making your way around, but you just can't find the spot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're you're dancing around it. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Maybe spit on it. <laughs> Give it a little lube. Yikes! A little, uh, a little Vaseline. So, <laughs> oh <what>? God! <laughs> um, but you'd you, be surprised. But you just you can't find anywhere that you can actually. Like get any leverage at all? Okay. It, you're you're just it's just sliding off. Try a different position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I always gotta go no, there. I mean, listen, I I, I intentionally I, left the door open. Right. Yeah, I feel like it already so was the front there. door or the back door, Fran. <laughs> I'll never tell. I'll never tell. <laughs> Are they often forgot about? Side door. (laughs) (laughs) If you have to ask, you can't afford it. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Go ahead, please. (laughs) Um, Is there any sort of like lever or mechanism, mechanism, uh, that I can, 
that I can see that might release this thing. Make me an investigation check. Eight. Nothing you can tell. This thing is pretty freaking in there. And, uh, and you hear the voice of Munchet again taunting you like, fools. You suck it. Look at the You are such idiots. (laughs) You'll never be able to get rid of me. I will haunt you forever. Um, so we're looking at basically like maybe what looks like a glass container of liquid inset in metal. I mean, it could be glass. It's pretty thick, whatever it is. I mean, it's, but it's, it is, it's transparent. So yes, I mean, like it looks like glass. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a look through my carpenter's tools and see if I have, oh, uh, you know, my my strongest and hardest drill. Um, like it's a, it's a hand crank drill. Sure. But yes, you have one. Sure, yeah. I'm gonna try to make my way through the through the metal the mater- through the material that is. You're gonna drill through inca- the glass, encapsulating. Makes me liquid. a strength check. With your carpenter's tools, so you're going to add your proficiency. Okay, and also I'm readying my now empty water skin. Okay, so you, and making preparations to hold. Oh, I understand. Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, I'm going zero, to try to- zero sees this and does nothing to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Curious, right? There's a poof on your shoulder. <gasps> <laughs> there we go. Am I by any chance annoyed by this poof? I mean, that's your decision Uh huh. to make. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you how you feel. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably annoyed. Probably. Um, roll for annoyance. Oh, that's a 19. Very annoyed. Oh, good. Wait, thanks for wasting that roll, I guess, on, uh, you know, <laughs> on nothing. So. Shit happens. Uh, Clippy. Yeah, Pierce, little you know your 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 favorite, uh, almost forgotten about uh, Clippy, the clip of annoyance, clip of annoying friend. Yeah, um, pops on your shoulder, mm-hmm. and uh, he looks at you. He smiles. Yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a little while since y'all have seen each other. Yeah, he's excited to see me. Yeah, there's a big. <laughs> I mean, as big of a smile as can be on a floating mouth on a tiny paperclip. The feeling's not mutual. Um, it's a gigantic smile. Great. And he, and he like says, Oblina? <laughs> I'm picturing Oblina from Ah Real Monsters. Sure. <laughs> cool. Is that the the black and white one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oblina. Also, uh, great show. I what was gonna say. Loved it. What show. an obscure reference, and I loved it. Grew, yeah. grew up with that show. Loved it. Amazing. Awesome. Anyways, <laughs> Clippy says. I see you're trying to drill into metal with a drill. Have you tried drilling into your friend next to you instead and seeing what comes out? I haven't. No, Clippy. <laughs> Would have never thought of that. Thank you, Clippy. <laughs> I haven't. Maybe done. there's warm nougat. An intelligence. Always, always could be now. You never really know. Okay. Hey. Um. Hang on. So forget your intelligence yeah, is yeah. Uh, sub ten. I'm pretty sure. Oh, right yeah. now it is. So that's uh, it's a save. Intelligence. But save. yeah, okay, yeah, it's the same anyway. Okay, yeah, it's a fourteen. You still pass. Oh, great. For some reason, I thought it was a fifteen. You only need an eight. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all suicidal, so like putting it anything higher would be like jump off this cliff, jump off this cliff. Um, you do. You don't think that that's a great idea. Now I'm gonna have to disagree with you there, Clippy. Um, so long. And uh, he—I mean, it doesn't disappear right away. It does still intently watch you do this. Uh-huh. How annoying! Um, it is—it is, it is <laughs> for right now silent, and just smiling, uh, looking at your hands, about to drill into this thing. I hate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> eyes wide open because this thing doesn't blink. 
Just like, eh? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just googly eyes, right? And like a floating mouth on a paperclip. Uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, make me a strength check with your uh, carpenter's tools. That 19-year-old, for no reason, would have been great before. Oh. Oh, it's going to be a... Mm-hmm. Seven. Oh my! It's a seven. Oh, you're proficient with it too. So you yeah. get to add your proficiency. Uh, yep. Strength yeah. plus proficiency. Oh, it's an eleven. With a hand cranked drill, unfortunately, you're you're you are not penetrating more than like very brief surface of the metal on this thing. It's well put together. <clears throat> Shucks. Shucks. Paradol stands aside. You said this is glass and liquid inside of glass. It looks like glass. I'm going to take the butt of my dagger and try to shatter it. Sounds good. Uh, make me an attack roll with your dagger. <laughs> 13. <laughs> A 13. It just, just clinks right off. Like you, like you, it, 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 you hear like a ding, you know. Like you get, there's definitely like an audible like metal on surface sound. But sure. Uh, can I roll a perception for Jarrell to see if he recognizes that three of his party are John? <laughs> Never suggest to make a roll. I. This is a particular one because I love when Jarrell fails his perception checks. I appreciate that, but. Yes, you notice when people aren't following you. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Your passive perception is enough to notice that. That's, that's making a big leap for Jarrell. <laughs> um, so, well, I mean, you're used to your retainers following you everywhere. So, like, when you do not have company with you anymore, it's something that you would just know. First thing, when Jarrell steps outside of the room with the scientists, does do the thoughts in his head from Mudget stop? No. Okay. Uh, still annoyed, <laughs> recognizing that his peers are trying to break this now, and he didn't get to hit the thing. And Zero hasn't stopped anyone from breaking it. Uh, Jarrell will march back towards it. It just like stops as soon as he realizes that as he crosses the threshold of the room, the voices don't stop. Like he initially thought, he's like, you know what? Fuck you, this. You probably, <laughs> you probably just like put a finger up to, um, yeah, to keep them out to there. You know, just like hold on a second, right. and then just like march back in. And uh, Jarrell will just stab right into the eye of this thing. Okay, you you mean into this sphere of yeah liquid? Yeah, but like right, it try to impale. But it you're gonna try to stab center it. of mass. All right, uh, make me an attack roll. Nat twenty. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Um, that was probably the best place you could have possibly nat 20 <laughs> Just so you know. Uh-huh. Because the sort of justice begins to glow bright. Mm-hmm. Is this undead? It was undead. So much damage I just did. <laughs> <laughs> the sort of gl- justice glows bright. I mean, probably the, like, as, as, like, as you're winding up, as you're sort of like heaving back to like to make the stab, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at, like the, the more you pull it back, you can almost feel like the, the the power coursing through your body and into the sword. Yes. As it just glows this brilliant white light. And you stab it directly into the center mm-hmm. of this. And it's almost as if time slows down. The moment the tip of your sword touches mm-hmm. the surface of this... Uh, <laughs> Of this, uh, <laughs> just like the first big crack, right? <laughs> and like it just slowly, like begins to pierce through this very thick barrier. And then, as soon as like, and you can see this is at least an inch thick mm-hmm. as it like begins to penetrate through. And then, the moment the moment that the tip of the sword makes contact with the liquid inside, gigantic explosion. Fantastic Great. explosion. brain goop and metal and all of these and and, and just like pretty much all the matter that composed this um, gigantic brain liquefies and splatters all over the room and we're covered in fudge and 
all of the crystals in this room go dark. Ooh. Oh. And the voice of Mudget stops. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. I did it! I am the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn just gives him like a squinty eye look. You can see that um, from the tip of your sword from like where it had made impact, that there's like sort of this wispy sort of red mist just kind of trailing up, and then it eventually just dissipates from, from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did we want that? No? Okay, good. Mm. <laughs> Don't breathe that. Um, you guys are covered in uh, fudge, brain fudge. Fudge it. Okay, so a typical hold, Heroes hold of the on. Kingdom of Ash adventure. Does Hedrick taste it? <laughs> Actually, Does yeah, Hedrick, Hedrick, you, are yeah. Now, you are now covered in like Hashtag that. taste it. Yeah, you are covered in brain goop matter. I think he was really envious of the scientists getting to have some soup. <laughs> and while he was in his state of terror, mm-hmm. uh, his mouth was agape. So instinctively having thoughts about nourishment. Hedrick and, and does taste it. A, a fudge. Humana, over, humana. Yeah. It's, it's in my mouth. Humana, yeah. humana. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hedrick. <laughs> Make me a constitution saving throw. Oh. If you're close to me, you can do a plus three to that. But I don't oh, think you natural are. 20. Oh, wow. That's two in a row. Wow. <laughs> this is delicious. Tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew something so dead could taste so good? D- does that taste good, Hedvig? Uh, as far as he can comprehend, like he has a like, smile on his yeah. face. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. he's like yeah. licking himself clean like a cat now. Describe, uh, describe the tannins. <laughs> he can't describe anything. He, uh, can't, he can't even talk. Jarl's not going to eat it, but he's going to um, scoop some into his empty soup container mm. for Pregnart for later to see if he can rub science. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, for Pregnart mostly. Zero will also take three vials of this liquid for brain fudge. For, purposes. for actual science. Yeah. Quinn is actively trying to get it off him as fast as possible. Do you have press a digitation? No. No, that's too bad. <laughs> Hedrick will help. I can clean a soiled surface, you know. <laughs> I know. Oh, so Hedrick's helping you clean yeah. yourself up. Hedrick will... Is he... No. Hold on a second. Can, can we just... Start wiping. Can we just define the help? Are you licking this off of him? No. No. Okay. Like, he's kind of like... That's really too Just bad. like getting stuff off of his face <laughs> and kind of like licking that off of his fingers. And but then putting his hand his, back his, on no, his face. His, his, <laughs> and then the other hand is just kind of like helping scrape down... You know, Quinn's torso, just mm-hmm. like pressing against him and smearing it. <laughs> um, Paradel, did you end up taking the five unidentified bottles of liquid, or did you leave those on the desk? No, I took them. You took them. Okay, yeah. just curious. Just making sure, because those, those desks are now filthy and covered in goop. Oh, gross. Okay. Gross. Mm-hmm. I don't magically get any smarter by consuming this undead brain. brains. <laughs> one point of intelligence. Hey. Uh, <laughs> two. That's a hundred percent increase. Patrick <laughs> <laughs> is twice as smart as he was. Um, you see his eyes blink, and he seems to have a little bit more awareness where he can easily distinguish what's around. Now he says, "Hamana who?" Yeah, Hamana. <laughs> no, he's just he's his, more inquisitive his, now. His voice articulation. Hamana what? <laughs> yeah, like it's because more of like an actual like melodic situation. Hamana, Hamana, Because really, the first thing to come back are the chops. Right. <laughs> it's, it does sound like an. an Awfully uh, scratched up record, you know, just just constant repeat, but skipping mid repeat, you know. <laughs> and at least it's still like in key. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in the same key that it's in. <laughs> it's consistent. <laughs> it's in a key and not multiple keys at once. Right. right. Okay. Um, that's great. That's what Nat twenties are for. <laughs> um, anyone else want to do something in this uh, room full of brain goop? Zero had previously had some concerns about whether any 
Omega Project classified material was laying around, but apparently this spray of brain matter has rendered that to be a moot point, <laughs> as all documents have likely been destroyed. <laughs> Except for my uh, two spell scrolls. Right. Yeah. Except for those. Yeah. Those are in inventory. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jarrell just stabbed the thing, patted himself on the back, yeah. and walked back out of the yeah. room. This is going basically, you said all the desks were covered in... Covered in green group. Yeah. This so, entire room. Yeah. Any paperwork would have been destroyed at that yes. point. Mm-hmm. All right, well, good. The uh, security concerns have been taken care of. <laughs> Sometimes the problem just solves itself. <laughs> weird how that works um you are kind of left with um one last uh what's the word i'm looking for Mm, glaring challenge in that you can't come back you can't go out the way you came in right because that way caved in behind you i didn't blast the hole with shatter where at the at the cave in at one of the cave oh i was just thinking to this immediate room yeah no yeah okay never mind yeah, I'm talking about like um, the the, the, the long yes. path with yes. the with okay. the gaps in the floor and the tracks and shit. I got you. Right. Um, that has caved in. There was uh, a hallway that went. Remember, straight ahead. I was ahead. gonna say there was some other way to out go of this room. If you were just keep continuing straight, you have not gone that direction yet. You have explored, to your knowledge, everywhere else that you've been able to see so far. Let's go that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. You guys head straight down. I mean, it, it goes another probably 120 feet before it hits a solid wall in the hallway. <laughs> I'd like to uh, touch you. that red crystal on the way out if I could. Which red crystal? Oh, the one on the life fresco. So you're going to go around the circle to touch it. Nothing happens. Okay. He's just going to follow along, but rubbing his hand on the wall, I guess. Okay, cool. You rub your hand on the wall. Yeah. Not not on the uh, <laughs> the uh, reborn one. I okay. Guess. Yeah, he just didn't bother. He's just kind of holding his hand up and meets up with the group. Okay. Uh, Peridot's going to try to investigate this wall at the end of this 120 feet tunnel that Great we idea. just walked through. Sure. So basically, there was there were two out, uh, you know outlets from the room with the brain in it. One that we came through, and then. Yeah, you guys. You guys came from the passage um, that led from the ca- collapsed hallway where the drill came through in like a mm-hmm. sort of a adjacent, like like larger chamber. Mm-hmm. Then that emptied out into a hallway that went um, essentially to your left, south, mm-hmm. that you did not explore. There was a slight curve that brought you into another room where there was a bunch of mind crystals and like dead bodies and shit. Right. And then you went to the right, and that's where that little circular area was with the frescoes and then the big brain. Okay. And so there was just one passageway still straight ahead that you did not explore, and this one literally leads to just a, a solid wall of rock. I'm going to investigate this solid wall of rock. Do it. Our investigation sucked today. I suck. Um, yeah, that's a... Uh... That's an eight. That looks like a solid wall of rock to you, Paradell. Guys, this is a solid wall of rock. Uh, Jarrell will touch it. Yeah. It feels like rock. (laughs) Jarrell will poke it with his sword because that seems to solve a lot of problems. (laughs) (laughs) You poke it with your sword. It looks so real. I can see it. Um, Good talk. Go team. Right. Does Quinn, Quinn notice any sort of um, stone or uh, anything that's like out of place? Or I don't know. Make me an investigation check. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Eight. No. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. scientists are beginning to panic a little bit as they realize that they've literally been, they've, one problem has been solved and now they're considering the fact that they may be Stuck underground in a mountain. Uh, Jarrell. And they just gulp down the only food that they had. Jarrell will turn to the group and say, uh, should we at least try to get them out of here very quickly? Uh, I, ha- I have an idea. Hmm. Um, I, with, perhaps we could use that hole 
that our lovely interns seem to have made in the mountainside to extract at least them. I don't mind if we poke around for a while longer. Just to remind you, that hole went hundreds of feet up. Oh, hundreds. Up. I thought I, I remember it being a hundred feet up. Straight up. Mm-hmm. And made a big hole in the center of the room there too, so that you have nothing to grab onto to climb yeah. up into it. Well, I what I was thinking, if we had enough um, room, is I could potentially throw a javelin. <laughs> hundred feet straight up in the air. Well, I, what's the range on javelin? And it also wouldn't be straight up in the air because you'd have to be at an angle because there's a gigantic hole in the floor where the drill kept going. Right. 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 But I was thinking of at least throwing a javelin up there and if, if it would have made it through the hole, but there's more it drilled through, so I wouldn't be able to get it all the way up that. I don't think a javelin has a much of a larger, longer range than that 100 feet. Yeah, yeah, but I, I remember it being about 100 feet, and I, we could make that in rope, and if it was just going to make it up, and then the interns would tie it up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we'd send them up through that. But if that's not an option... So, so assuming that these scientists have upper body strength to climb hundreds of feet, feet, maybe two hundred, at feet. least a hundred feet, at least a hundred feet. I mean, I'm just wondering, can nobody here cast fly? Nope. No, I don't. I don't believe so. Well, crap. We need to make that the new dark vision. Doesn't right. Zero have like some sort of heavier duty projectiles that we can attach ropes to? You probably have a much larger distance on your bolts than I do. I could. You but could. we're still, um, yeah, how much rope do we got? Well, at least I don't know. 250 feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that, that might not yeah, be enough. That doesn't get us the whole way. How many of you actually have rope on you? I know I do. I do. Hedrick, do you have rope on you? Pretty sure I still have mine. I believe so. Well, I actually, I don't, I mean... Enter, nope, entertainer's pack. Nope, you definitely don't have rope in there. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. I didn't. I remember purchasing more than one, but I only have one on my sheets. I'm just going to say that I have one. It's regular. Yeah, unless you told me before this adventure, hey, I'm bringing like 300 feet of rope with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, zero just has the standard 50 foot length. So that's 100 feet we got. And then Paradol's got 50, so that's 150. I, I can't remember if I had mine or not, to be honest. So that's, I know somebody lost their rope somewhere. Oh, yep. we've we've lost it. Plenty yeah, we've times. lost we've lost. So rope. that's that's yeah. 150 feet accounted for. Likely not enough. Possibly I mean, not. I mean, there are potentially allies still on the surface. Potentially, who may also have rope. We we do have the pot of casting. We have a. Couple You've already used it today. Yeah, once um, per long rest. Once. Uh, nobody has message. Mm-mm. Oh, what a dilemma you guys uh, have found yourselves in. Now there's nothing to fight, and now you have to figure out how the fuck to get out of a mountain. Hmm. Zero um, would like to go back to the room there, and um, I would like to investigate uh, the uh, thing that the brain was in. Now, that had some legs, right? Uh, it did, before okay. Jarrell exploded everything. Yeah, well, we couldn't very well keep that running. Right. So I would figure out another way to power it. Maybe we can use it. I mean, that that exoskeleton is no longer usable. It has been absolutely destroyed. Paradell is going to um, go over to the hole that the drill already dug. Sure. Down into it. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Down, down, down. Far than your eyes. <laughs> and that thing is still chugging away down there. Probably. <laughs> it would be a safe assumption, maybe. I mean, at some point, it's going to stop. Yeah. And I can't see any holes or paths that it may have crossed into below us. Not within the 60 feet that your dark vision allows. Okay. It is just a deep, dark hole. I'm familiar with those. Mm. Aren't we all? Me too. Um, Emotionally, not sexually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's... Oh, I'm so sorry. Just wanted to digress from our already beaten paths. Mm. Right. Um, <laughs> so, n- nothing else stands out in 
the surroundings of the of the door. I don't know. Have you made me an investigation check? I'll give Darl's you one. awful I'll at give, these. I'll give you the last attempt. Um, but he's still poking stuff with his sword, I guess. So nineteen. Hey. <laughs> um. That's it. <laughs> All right. So as they're, you know, as everyone's kind of getting frustrated trying to figure out what the hell to do, um, you probably just get like. You know, like you're just ready to stupid smash lucky something, <laughs> and so you kind of like go to like lean your like arm against the wall, mm-hmm. and you push in on a on a stone that is loose, mm-hmm. and the passageway that was a flat wall begins to move to the side. I am seriously the greatest. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I mean, I did say there was the last person who's going to be allowed to make the check. Yeah. And he yeah, I didn't want to push it by, you know, like, oh, me too, with the investigation. Yeah, right. Enough people had done it. I was like, you know, yeah. fuck it, I'll give people one more shot before we start figuring out how to climb, like, a 200-foot hole. Right, <laughs> which, which that's where Jarl's mind went immediately, just fuck this hole. Because I think it was actually going to be really fun to see how a party of powerful <laughs> and, you know, adventurers like you figured out how to climb a 200-foot hole with a 20-foot ceiling to get up to first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poorly and dangerously. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, okay, fortunately for all of you, you don't have to do that now. Okay. But so the stone begins to move from the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, it opens up into a massive chamber with these gigantic stalagmites just like kind of all over the ground, just like kind of shooting up. Mm-hmm. Massive chamber, 100 foot ceiling easily. Are there stalactites? There are also stalactites. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I'm assuming that you came to get uh, people like uh, Zero who are in another room after you opened the door. Oh, you walked out? Yeah, Zero had did, uh, gone did, back to investigate the uh, the hole. Thing. Did yeah. you hear oh, yeah. Jarrell yell, I am seriously awesome? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's that's all I needed. I didn't passive, know how loudly you'd Perception of 11? Yes. Okay, great. You're Jarrell doting Jarell's over grand, himself. Jarrell's grandstanding really requires almost no passive perception. <laughs> Excellent. Let's, yeah. All right. Fantastic. So, yeah, zero would be there. Um, so, then would it be safe to say this is a natural uh, cavern here? Yes. It okay. looks very natural. It's all natural. Rather, I think that secret wall might, might have been the entrance to here. Uh-huh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> We're going the wrong way. Well, unless you're trying to get to the outside world, in which case we're going the right way. We're going the right way. Well, is it the right way or is it the wrong way? I guess we'll have to find out next week. No, really? Wow. I didn't realize it was already that late. So guys and gals and ghouls and ghasts and (laughs) Yuletide demons. Sure, those two. Is it still fitting? Like the Krampus? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Tide demons? Yeah, why not? Are there 12 days of Christmas? Sure. Aren't they flexible in when they start and end for anybody? I mean, especially if you're operating off of like some crazy calendar. Yeah, it's Christmas Day, the first day of Christmas. Yes, it's Christmas Day. And then it goes till the Three three Kings Day. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, really, you know, whatever. Um, Whoever you are out there, if you like us, you could find us on the internet. We're on such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes and Facebook and Reddit, Hapless Heroes Podcast. But really, those places have sticky posts that will just take you to the coolest place on the internet today, especially this year so far, our Discord server. You can interact with us and other listeners. Uh, it's a growing community that we just keep getting more and more cool and awesome people just uh, hanging out in, talking about whatever you want. We can talk about the show. I have, you know, we talk about some behind the scenes stuff and things like that too. You know, we sometimes we just like, we'll be like, even be talking, uh, you know, occasionally we'll ask the audience during an episode for something real quick, or we'll, you know, ref- we'll reference the name bucket on there and things like that. We also have name bucket. discussions like, uh, is a pop tart ravioli? Yes. Oh my God. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you really like us, you can find us. So you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, we've actually gotten another review recently. Really? And uh, we're, so I'm going to start the new year with uh, some positive words from... Yeah. Positivity. Uh, a, super, so a super awesome internet person. 
Thanks, internet person. Person yeah. from the internet. <laughs> so, uh, and I just, I mean, I apologize for just noticing this now. This is actually came, this actually comes out of Stitcher, and it's from Amy Rue, who says, I had never played D&D before, so I figured I'd listen to a podcast to learn how it works before diving in. <laughs> and why <laughs> Wrong move. <laughs> that was actually, no. move ever. Actually, yeah, because at the very beginning of us playing, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was six weeks ago, and now I've listened to all 125 episodes. Wow. I've learned what? I've learned that the goal of the game is not to be the best at winning engagements, and it isn't necessarily to help to figure out the plot the most efficient way possible either, but to have fun and help everyone else have fun too. Yeah, we tell ourselves yeah. that all the time. <laughs> men, Amy Rue, a fucking man. Thank you. Five stars for you. The large cast and multiple characters per person prevents the roleplay from getting stale. Also, thank you for that. We really try to keep it uh, fresh and interesting, uh, even though we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's just like an artifact of weird scheduling. Yeah, because we're yeah. all human beings yeah. with real yeah. lives, and we don't really do this for a living. So <laughs> soap uh, operas are so wait, engaging. No, no, you never it was on purpose. Yeah, it was a what? creative decision we made. Always. <laughs> Yeah. All to get of that outcome. Yeah. Of course it was. So thanks for all the laughs and especially the puns. I'm already missing Gorgeous Mord and eagerly awaiting Zach's return. So this must have been when you were yep. actually out for an episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. he's back. Zach's back. <laughs> I, missed, I missed like two recording sessions in a row. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Well, Life happens, everybody. Yeah. Um, well, again, Amy Rue, thank you so much for your kind words. Also, I'm sorry, the subject of this review was at least 50% puns, and that's how I'm going <laughs> yeah. to describe this podcast yeah. 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 moving forward to anybody who asks me about it. So, what's your podcast about? Well, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but it's probably fifty percent puns. Yeah. So, thank you again. Um, Th- that was an awesome review. If thank you, you leave us some kind words, like again, we're going to say some kind words to you. So, uh, you're the greatest, Amy Rue. Yep. We appreciate you so much. But if I, you really, it's like oh, still yeah. astounding. To I know, me isn't that it? People like listen that they binge through our show and don't get completely fucking sick of us. I mean, it's like astounding to me. I edit this every week and I'm only kind of sick of you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you love puns, so. I do. And I love you. you. Fran, I love you too. <laughs> Speaking of loving us, if you really, really like us, you can also donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash hapless heroes. We have some amazing fun rewards and I'm sure that this year we're going to be adding more as rewards. we can think of stuff. Um, we have behind the scenes audio and bloopers. Like sometimes, you know, like I leave the mics rolling when we start an episode, and sometimes I pick up on some choice conversations that happen mm-hmm. at this table as we're eating pizza and shooting the shit before getting into the the meat and potatoes of what we're here for here to do. Never ever incriminating in any way, shape, or form. Um, sometimes we just break out into song because that's just what happens. I mean, just a lot of fun little behind the scenes takes for you guys to peruse through that I just keep adding to as I find stuff. Um, and James's notebook from episodes one through 100, like everything. We have so much stuff on there. Check it out. If it's for you, if you think we're worth your hard-earned dollars, you know, please, like, we'd appreciate the donations. Uh, we have so many people already donated to us already. And by so many, I mean, like, a small handful of you, and it means everything to me. Yeah. It buys us pizza. Pizza. I have literally only bought pizza once. Yeah, I know. That's and I more like how than we zero time. That. <laughs> Still keeping track. It bought us pizza once. Yeah, and paid for our hosting costs in 2019. So yeah. fuck yeah, that's awesome. That's big. that's pretty great. Um, all of you are amazing. I love each and every single one of you. I want to keep giving back to you as many ways as we possibly can because you are literally the greatest and put the wind in our sails. Thank you. You Aww. are the wind. <laughs> Leave it to the birds. <laughs> if you like us. Right now you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Get yourself a bomb Turkish delight recipe. Maybe mm. pear, maybe rose water. Ooh. Maybe something like a little bit more exotic, like passion fruit or, uh, you know, maybe like a key lime Turkish delight. Huh. Who knows? Zesty citrus. Whatever you want. And roll out that gelatin, cube it up, give it a good little dusting with your confectionery sugar. And uh, build, mm, let me say, like a two and a half foot pyramid out of these cubes. This is going to be a lot of Turkish delight. And uh, place this pyramid at the bottom of a ravine or uh, wherever might be overhung by uh, a place where you can bungee jump. And uh, bungee jump down onto this pile, but not... Not crushing it. So it has to be suicidal. Just just measure the length and, you know, take your body weight into consideration and the tensile strength uh, and the spring constant of 
the uh, bungee cord and um, no margin for error. No margin for error because the goal here is to just bungee jump onto it and just to pluck that top Turkish delight cube off with just the tips of your teeth and come back up and uh, also listen to our podcast. <laughs> wow. Do something completely unrelated, but also keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> Don't even tell anybody about it. No, no, just keep listening. Just keep listening. And enjoy that Turkish delight. Yeah. You worked hard for it. Amazing. <laughs> Some may say, mm, too hard, but that's subjective. You, well, you live your life. You do your thing. I guess I have the job now of outroing this uh, lovely cast of characters for the night. To my right. This time, John, as Lord Jarrell the Light, the solver of problems. Yeah, until next time, apparently. Uh, Zach is Peridot Lincolnwoods. I wanted to be the greatest. Zero, or sorry, Dave is Zero Valen's Avatar of War. Good night. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer, the slightly more intelligent. <laughs> and Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southland. This is the exit. I'm sure of it. I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you.